leftovers, or the DMV, or house cleaning, or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. T plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Once Upon a Sunday Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Josh. With me is just Finn all by ourselves. The days are out. I think Dave Campbell's moving and Davey is... Where Where was Davey at? I think concert. Con- concert, yeah. Concert or something like that. Yeah, so I guess they're not committed to the show like us, but here we are winning you money in DFS. I think you smashed last week. That's what you're telling us, right? Yeah, last week was a good week. I finally FanDuel finally hit. Um, you know, and I told you I was going to play less uh, volume on FanDuel than I typically do because there was just so many ways to victory. But finally hit, and then yeah, I mean, I don't know what's going on in DraftKings, but I'm just uh, I'm I'm in, I'm in hitting hitting a little heater here. So yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm just still sticking with the cash games. I'm you know we were talking pre-show. I'm not really getting much into the uh, the tournament side. So. Um, but cash games are treating me well so far. So I think, you know, honestly, we talk, I think even just going through this process and talking through the plays, like it's actually made me better because I listen to you guys, you know, and what you guys are saying and what your thoughts are. And it makes me reevaluate things. It also kind of makes me think, okay, what, like, what would the average person think when they're trying to build a, you know, DFS lineup and, you know, where can my edge be there? Um, and I, you know, I know you're smarter than the average person when it comes to <laughs> fantasy football, but I mean, it's it just in terms of like, okay, like, you know, what is just, you know, the average person I would go against in a contest, what are they kind of thinking when they're building through their lineup? So, um, yeah, you know, I, I think this whole process has actually made me up my game a little bit. So I'm, I'm going to ride good. the heater. <laughs> That's good to hear because I, I'm the same way as uh, you, I think, uh, where I'm on the other side, where I'm the casual player. I've never been – it's week – we're going into week four. I've never been on the green side going into week four. I always blow my load by week two. It's like <laughs> – and then at that point, I'm just like depositing $25 every week going, all right, man, one, my $125 play, baby, we're going to win it. And then I never win. And what I'll do is like Sunday morning, I'll set – I'll wake up Sunday morning and just set my lineup. But now I'm actually building the lineups as we get more information and changing players and reading more – you know, just getting more of an idea – yeah, Unless we're texting. Yeah, we're texting. Yeah. Um, you know about you know crazy things are happening. I mean, we we joked pre pre show like, you know, Wednesday we build these lineups and there's probably three or four like pretty decent sized changes that we're making in the lineups before we actually hit submit. So, I guess just one thing for those that listen, like these are our plays. These aren't necessarily the players, and you know, and uh, things change. Um, but we're at least going to try and give you guys an idea for how we think through things. You know who we're looking at reasoning why so that if that reasoning applies to someone else at a lower cost or someone that is going to be very widely owned, apply the reasoning, you know, just don't follow us for the plays. Listen to the reasoning as well. 
Yes, that makes a big factor. And and know that most of my lineups, I don't know about you, but mine are mostly cash game lineups. I don't really go for the the, the tournaments because I'm more of a casual player and I don't want to be dead money because apparently 80% of the millionaire makers are all dead money. That's what I hear on the radio. So It's true. I mean, it's pro- yeah, it probably is true. Someone like me would just be dead money. Like, I'm not going to win that. Yeah, I, w- I mean, we talked about this in the very first show. I mean, I would still throw your lineup in like a single entry. Um because again, you're getting at that point, the, the 150 lineups is mitigated, and you're getting everyone's best shot. And I kind of look at that as like, I think my best shot is as good as anyone else is out there. My bankroll might not be what some of these like high stakes DFS guys that are playing, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars a week are doing. But I, you know, I think the tools I have access to and my thought process, you know, I could be, you know, listen, I'm not going to sit here and say that some of these guys are chumps. I'm just saying that I, I you know, I think I'm in the stadium. If I'm on the field, who knows? But I'm in the stadium. <laughs> that sounds good, man. Well, let's get right to our DraftKings uh, roster construction right here. So usually we have Davey and Dave and me give you our lineup first, and then you go through yours. Yep. Or we compare. Um, so I'm just going to give you my quarterback thoughts from DraftKings. Now, I haven't done this all year. I've always played cheaper quarterbacks, but I'm going Josh Allen 8,000 because he really caught fire last week. I can tell the bad play is getting to him, you know, weeks one and two. And Houston's just a juicy matchup that he's going to take advantage of, you know, three scores, maybe one on the ground. Um, and I just like this upside. I don't, I, I just don't like any of the prices, to be honest with you. Yeah, you're, you're right. It's kind of a weird week. Like I was telling you pre-show, like my, my algorithm was just begging me to play Justin Fields and I just I can't do it. I mean, he's so cheap, uh, 5,200, but I just can't do it. Uh, you know, currently, I'm rocking Jalen Hurts, but uh, Allen is actually number two on my list. Um, I think Heineke is another guy that, you know, at 5,900, if you're looking to pay down, um, you can save a little money there. But I, yeah, I mean, I, for me, it's just kind of um, I, if I'm paying up, it's going to be Josh Allen. If I'm paying down, it's going to be Heineke. If I want to go somewhere in the middle, if I, you know, it's going to be Hurts. I mean, even then, like Hertz doesn't exactly excite me, but you know the fact that they just don't run the ball except with Hertz or they're throwing the ball. Um, you know that, that I he's just got so much opportunity. I, I do think living in you know living in Philly and hearing all these Eagles guys, um, I do think they're going to run the ball more because um, they got to do something to help Hertz. They got to do something to like open up the passing play. I mean, yeah, he, he just. Dallas was just dropping eight. I mean, you know, there was a couple of plays where they literally rushed three and still got pressure on Hertz and right. dropped eight and you know, nothing they could do. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm going to go back to the well on Hertz because I think he's got a high floor because of the rushing upside. Um, but, yeah, I, I would say be, it, pretty much right now it's between Hertz, Allen, and Heineke. I'm surprised you said Heineke because uh, we didn't talk about him on this show, but on our starts and shit, sit show earlier today, I, Heineke is my start of the week at quarterback. Uh, he's – Ever since he started, he's been a quarterback one, right? He's been, I think, 11 and eight on the season, on, on the week. So Heineke's got that upside. He's averaging 18 points per game. Heineke's a super, super cheap. Well, who's he playing this week? Atlanta? Atlanta, yeah. Atlanta, yeah. No pass rush. He's going to have all the time in the world. I, I like Heineke. you said that. He's my quarterback in that uh, Gia team league run together. So making me feel good. <laughs> he's your start of the week. He's definitely, hey, last week I didn't do so well in my starts of the week. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, yeah, well, well, well you're, you're turning a new leaf to this week. We're, we're on the Heineke train. Let's do it. Yeah, Heineke, baby. <laughs> let's go. Okay, Naja, I, I got Naja Harris again in my, uh, my running back one situation. Yep. Um, I I've been riding him. I think all four weeks now, not yet, because <laughs> the, the targets, nineteen targets last week, and 
if Juju's not healthy enough to go or if Deontay Johnson's not healthy enough to go, you know, it's going to be Najee, Najee, Najee and Claypool over the top. But I'd mm-hmm. rather have the safe targets of Najee. And um, if I'm not wrong, DraftKings is full point PPR, correct? That is correct. Yeah, so then you want someone like Najee Harris who's going to get you 14 balls. I mean, it's not going to happen again, but I can see nine. See yeah, eight, eight nine. I mean, because even if Deontay plays, you know, like that Green Bay secondary is legit. And, you know, I, I could still see a lot of dump offs. I mean, I was reading an article this week, or I can't remember, it was a tweet or an article that like the Steelers were self scouting. And did you see this? They were talking about how like poorly Bennis played. Um, like they were doing some self scouting to see, you know, what they would, what the team might need. And they came back saying, like, wow, Ben just looks terrible. Um, and, you know, so he's just the dump off king right now. And that's what Deontay Johnson, I mean, right? Like, he, you know, his, what's his A dot? Probably like less than 10 yards. He's just running those like quick hitters and getting the ball thrown out quickly. Um, so I love the Najee play. He's actually in my, my pool this week as well. Um, he's, in, he's right now, he's in my lineup. So I'm 100% on board there. There's another guy on my list who I just circled right away. He was, in my, he was probably the first person in my lineup, Elijah Mitchell, the uh, waiver wire wonder from week one. He missed last week because of a shoulder strain. He's back against Seattle, who can't stop anybody. Um, I just wrote an article about it that Seattle, I think, has given up 300 rushing yards in the past two weeks. They've given up six receptions a game to running backs. Legit, Jonathan Taylor, week one, six. Derrick Henry, of all people, six receptions in week two. And Alexander <laughs> Madison, six receptions. So I guess Mitchell's going to catch, catch six balls, and he's going to be pretty, pretty good. Yeah, I'm uh you know it's funny. I he didn't make my initial list. You know, I think um with you know with the algorithm I use, I'm not sure he's really even being counted on the play yet. Um has he been practicing this week? I haven't even actually looked. You know, I don't check practice reports until Thursday because I know Wednesdays a lot of guys get days off. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right now, because actually believe it or not, right now, um I have sermon like decently high on my in, in my algorithm. Um so my guess is if uh, he we find out he is full go, uh, Elijah, that's going to be Sermon sinking like a rock and Elijah well, rising very quickly. I don't see how you could have Sermon on your list just because of the fact that they didn't play him in the red zone at all until you know Trey Lance came in and Trey Lance vultured the touchdown. Yep. It was all juice check all the time. Every time I because I started Sermon in a lot of places, and every time I looked up, juice checks in the shotgun next to Jimmy G taking these inside handoffs and that should have been sermons. I guess they don't trust him enough to do the right job. And he gets, he's getting limited play. I wouldn't like sermon, even if Mitchell's out. Uh, when I say sermons on my list, that does not mean high on the list. Like I, for me, no, I, um, I get you. yeah, I mean, I, I'm uh, my three running backs. I'm currently playing on DraftKings um, would be David Montgomery, CEH and Najee. Um, Again, uh, CEH is still so cheap. He's $5,400. Like, I don't understand why there wasn't a larger correction because he actually looked decent last week. Philadelphia's run defense did not look good last week. Um, so, I, I'm, yeah, it just if I'm going to get those starter carries um, at 5400 sign me up. Then David Montgomery, I mean, the Chicago offense looked horrendous last week. They couldn't get anything going. You know, against the Lions, I would say just who aren't really scaring anybody. Um, I would just turn around, hand the ball off, and set the tone, and then maybe try and make life a little bit easier for whoever's going to be under center there. Um, How much is um, Montgomery priced at? 
5,800. So again, like sub 6,000 for a, uh, a guy who's going to get the bulk of the carries and, but I mean, touches, um, I, I mean, it's just, it's stupid. Um, I don't know how else to say it. I mean, you know, Derrick Henry, 8,800, they priced him all the way up. Um, he's still number one in my algorithm, even at the $8,800. Um, Right now, I'm paying up a little bit more at wide receiver. I'm going for a couple stud wide receivers. So, um, but if I if if we were talking pregame, like uh, if there's some wide receiver value that opens up, uh, yeah, I mean Derrick Henry against the Jets at 8800. Um, that's another one. Like you know, a lot of the projected ownerships haven't come out yet. Uh, he, he might in mean, 8800. He might be very highly owned, so he might be a must play. So. That's when I would check out, like check projected ownerships as the week goes on, see what kind of news we get, especially out of like Tennessee with their wide receiver injuries. Uh, there could be some value that gets opened up there. But yeah, as of now, I got CEH, Montgomery, and Najee. And I mean, all three of those guys are just dominating their backfield carries. Now, for p- casual players like myself getting into it, where could we find? Because I always try to find this information, like projected ownership or money lines, like pay lines they release on Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. I can never find that information. I can only get it from podcasts or mm-hmm. articles. Um, do you have a special spot that you get it because you're a subscriber, or do you just is it is the information out there? Yeah, so there's a couple places I'll get it. Like Fantasy Labs has it inside of their uh, their tools and the algorithm that I built. Um, I mean, a lot a lot of these sites are going to have that stuff now. Um, I know Establish the Run has uh, projected ownership. Uh, I think Adam Levitan does that, and he's one of the best in the industry. Um, yeah, I, I, it's funny. I haven't. Ha- I really haven't found it hard to get projected ownership. I mean, if you just Google projected ownership DFS, yeah. you'll find something. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you what. It's the first time I'm hearing of it. Yeah, it, it, it's. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's just there's just places I trust more. Like I would say, if if it's me, the two I trust the most are going to be established to run in Fantasy Labs. But okay. Uh, congrats on anyone any free subscriptions they get because of these shoutouts. <laughs> yeah, I've never actually looked up or heard of projected ownership till like just now I'm like whoa that's another thing i've never heard of but uh as i said i'm trying to learn the game and i'm doing pretty well learning it yeah we talked about eat the chalk right like yeah, you know eat, you gotta know who you gotta know who the chalk is if you're gonna eat it <laughs> that's true that's true uh so let's go to the receivers well I, let's you know i let, i went ceh as well in my flex spot just because of that price but yeah it's stupid it's really stupid cheap though now speaking of stupid cheap, all my receivers are sub six thousand. I went super cheap on everyone, and I'm trying to figure out where my money went. It's like me going to the mall, and I'm like, when I'm a kid, I got a hundred bucks in my hand, and I'm going to go buy some shoes or whatever, or price eighty five bucks, and I'm like, all right, I got my shoes. Where'd my money go? Like, Where's my fifteen dollars? Yeah, because exactly. <laughs> I'm so, I'm so young, I can't comprehend money. So that's what's going on right now in my DraftKings. Where did my money go? I got Robbie Anderson fifty one hundred against Dallas. I think he's been ignored too long. I think this is a game where he can break out and actually stretch the field, especially with CMC missing. Uh, Odell at 5,800 against Minnesota. Like They have not stopped any receiver. DK 100 yards, Jamar Chase over 100 yards, and I forgot who they played in the middle, but he also went over 100 yards. So they've given up a 100-yard receiver in all every game. And Jalen Waddle, 4,900. He's going to get peppered, peppered, peppered. And when I look for safe floors for my cash games, I want the guys getting the 10 receptions, 10 targets. That's mm-hmm. what Jalen Waddle can give you, even if they're for 49 yards. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, we talked pre show. I mean, I, um, none of those guys kind of made it into my initial player pool. Um, 
I don't, the only one I would push back on would be Robbie Anderson. I just think in cash games, um, that floor is essentially zero. Uh, and, you know, we want to fight for as high of a floor as possible. Waddle's one that I'm going to have to go back and look at because you're right. I mean, seems like he's just getting peppered with targets. Uh, that's great. Beckham looked great last week. I mean, you know, he, he was in and out of cuts, making like those sideline toe-tapping catches. Um, Baker seemed to trust him, and they looked at like – I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. If you saw something different, but it looks like their timing was like better than it's ever been. Like I, you know, in the time that he's been there, like they were making like throws over the middle where the ball was there right when Beckham was breaking out of his route. Like, uh, you know, I was watching that game thinking, oh man, like uh, maybe they do have a little bit of juice together. Maybe you know they finally figured some things out. It's, uh, I mean, so oh. yeah, go for it. No, we got a uh, dirtbag making an appearance. <laughs> so uh, there's no way you can start Robbie Anderson. He's a trash can right now. <laughs> that's 100 true, and that's that's why it's a Wednesday Wednesday lineup. Everything's gonna change. Like when I put Anderson in, it's just because I wanted to save a bunch of money, and now I'm seeing I can maybe work this here, work this like you know, maybe take Heineke instead of Josh Allen, which gives me more money. That's why we do this show to see what we can move around to fix our initial lineups. Yep. So. Uh, you know, I, I'm actually going to the well in Carolina, but it's going to be with the che- even cheaper option. I have Terrence Marshall in my uh, my initial cash game build. Um, that one seems a little crazy, but, I mean, he's getting the targets. I feel like he's probably going to be the goal line guy, um, you know, down there with CMC gone. So, uh, you know, 4,000, you know, he catches one touchdown. Um, you know, he's pretty damn close to paying off value there. So, uh, and he's $4,000, and that's just so cheap. Um yeah. So I got Terrace Marshall, uh, Cooper Cup, and Devontae Adams. I mean, you can't really think of two wide receivers who are producing at a higher level than those two right now who are just getting force-fed targets and taking advantage of every single one of those targets. You know, I think by owning those two, you know, I got potential to literally own the two highest-playing or two highest-scoring non-QBs on the slate Um, because, you know, they've both been up there every week. They've been on the main slate. So – yeah, for me, there's just so much value at running back where I'm like getting those touches at such a low cost that I'm cool paying up much higher at wide receiver um, than maybe I, I typically would be. I mean, we talked about Amari Cooper pre-show down at six thousand. That's like that's juicy, but I just don't think I'm going to go there right now. Um, same thing with Robert Woods at fifty three hundred. I mean, he's still mm. sinking like a rock, and like they're begging you to play him. I know. I just think I'll, I'll wait to see that. I'll, I'll be happy to miss the Robert Woods breakout game, um, <laughs> especially if I have Cup and Adams in my lineup because Stafford. You know, we all know Stafford tends to lock on one guy and uh, keep it going, and Cup seems to be that guy. Um, it's not to say Woods can't succeed uh, in the shadow of Cup, but um, yeah, that's that's a pretty easy uh, trying to smash those two in there. Um, but again, the one we, to keep an eye on, look at Tennessee, uh, Westbrook. I know I was trying to pronounce his name earlier. Westbrook, it kind, um, at 3,200. If both of those Titans wide receivers are out, he might be the highest owned player on the slate at 3,200. You know, then I can drop down from Terrace Marshall and, and upgrade somewhere else, probably a defense or, you know, see what, see what else happens. I mean, that might be where I do run the Tennessee stack out and get, what I think is going to be a large chunk of their passing offense in that wide receiver because he's the only one, and then a large, you know, the larger chunk of the overall offense in Derrick Henry. Right. All right. Let's move on with tight end real quick. So 
my theme of the year has been pay up for tight end. And I know we talked pre-show, and I know you're tight end. You know, I know I didn't give you mine. I went TJ Hawkinson at 5,800 mm-hmm. because I didn't, I couldn't afford to pay up for Kelsey, who's at 8,100. I want to say. Mm-hmm. And I think Hawkinson gives you the best shot against Chicago to produce. It's gonna be a close game. I think they're gonna be throwing the ball. It's gonna be competitive. So I want TJ Hawkinson. It's like last week he scored three points. I don't mm-hmm. see that happening again. Um, they're gonna get him more involved. You know, last week was a, a shit show. They're, they're playing. They're playing the Ravens, and they were winning at some point. So I think they were just trying to run the clock down or try to stay competitive, keep Lamar off the field. So it was. It wasn't more of a passing game. It was more of a run the ball down your throat game. So yeah, um, uh, I was surprised. I mean, I think we were all on Hawkinson last week. I ended up playing him in my lineups, and I was pretty. If you would have told me pregame. Um, that they would have been beating the Ravens or leading them for a long time um, before that miraculous kick. What a um, kick, man. That was nuts. I, I think any of us would have thought that that meant that Hawkinson was smashing. Um, I mean, he was he's their only like receiving offense there. Um, but they decided to throw the ball to DeAndre Swift and uh, get him involved a little bit more. So um, that's where we uh, that's where it happened. But no, I got uh, I got Dalton Schultz. I mean, at thirty four hundred, his price didn't adjust because he was a Monday or he's Sunday night. Um, Sunday night guy, um, thirty four hundred dollars for a guy coming off that that uh, that game. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, again, I, I just think against Carolina, you know, they uh, it's just too cheap. Thirty four hundred dollars is just is just too cheap. Um, he's one touchdown. One touchdown. Um, yeah, I mean, Dawson Knox is another guy that's on there. He seems to, you know, we were jo- maybe making those jokes in the guillotine <laughs> league text we had today. But, I mean, the guy's been producing this year. Like, this is what everyone want, thought he was going to be, um, is what he's been these last couple weeks. So, at $3,600 um, against Houston, if you like Josh Allen, you got to think that Dawson Knox is probably going to participate in that uh, that upside. So. You know, if, I, if I'm you, I you know I actually might look at Dawson over Hawkinson as a uh, as a salary saver if you're if you want to run out like a cheaper Josh Allen stack in the cash game because again, if you truly believe Josh Allen is going to smash, you would think Dawson Knox is at least going to partake in that. Maybe not be the primary beneficiary. This might be this that Diggs blow up week um, that you know we know is probably going to be coming very soon. Um, we hope. Yeah, we hope. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's something for you if you're looking to save money eventually uh, down the line. I, I might look at that Dawson Knox stack. That's a, that's a cheap way to get that exposure. Yeah, yeah that's pretty impressive, man. I, I didn't even think about the Dawson Knox stack because I was making fun of him all day in our chat. <laughs> <laughs> and, and our friend, our friend actually believes everything he says about Dawson Knox. That he has <laughs> Travis Kelsey reincarnated. Yes. Okay. <laughs> The funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. I was, uh, I thought you guys were just busting this guy's balls, and no, then all he, of a sudden it's true. I was like, okay, here we go. He sends us, me and Dave, we get uh, multiple texts a day about multiple Bills players a day. <laughs> They'd be like, Josh Allen's the next Patrick Mahomes, but better because he could run. It's like, okay, buddy. Or is this $500 million contract? He got a big one, but not quite the $500 million <laughs> that uh, our, our boy Mahomes got. So, right, right. Yeah, I mean, and then as far as like, I mean, I like Higby at 4,600. Like, again, just keep going back to the well against Arizona. I mean, Arizona has some linebackers that might match up a little bit better, but, you know, he, he Higby can get the scraps. I mean, Higby's almost kind of performing like you would think you would want Robert Woods to, just kind of getting those scraps and, like, you know, falling into the end zone every once in a while. Like, yeah. I think people would kill for Higby production for Robert Woods at the moment. Um so yeah, I'd probably go there. Um, I mean, Kelsey eighty one hundred. If you really want to pay up, he's probably going to smash the the Eagles. Um, mm-hmm. But again, like 
I'm just not sure that's necessary this week. I mean, $8,100 is pretty high. I'd rather spend the other $700 and get uh, Derrick Henry if I'm going to really blow up. Because at 8100 Kelsey is actually more expensive than Devontae Adams and Cooper Cup. That's insane. Like, that's this nuts. Is, it's just because he's constant. It's always – like, Kelsey is probably the safest player in fantasy. It, easily. I mean, I mean, I mean, I did a couple of those high-stakes uh, FFPC leagues, and uh, I had number three in one league and number four in the other, and I got Kelsey in both. I mean, last year at a tight end premium format, Kelsey was the second-best scorer behind Kamara. And Kamara yeah. needed that six touchdown game in order to outscore him. So you're right. I mean, he literally is the highest floor in fantasy football. But like, I mean, gosh, like he's being priced like an, an elite, elite, elite wide receiver one. Um, and but he is. He is. He is. But I think I'd rather Kate Cup and Adams and like hope yep. for some uh, some touchdown equity in uh, in Dalton Schultz. So. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we'll see. Right, uh, let's close this out on defense. Uh, I, I just went Seattle against San Francisco. They were 2,400. Leftovers or the DMV or house cleaning or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. We're prohibited by law. T plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Leftovers or the DMV or house cleaning. Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Jimmy G might throw some interceptions. Who knows? You know, Elijah Mitchell, this guy's a rookie. Trey Sermon's a rookie. You know, just, I just think they can produce some sacks. Maybe a pick. Yeah, I, uh, I I like that pick. I mean, I, I like that. I mean, for me, actually, the cheapest defense on the slate is the New York Jets, and I actually went with the New York Jets. Um, they <laughs> haven't scored negative points yet this year. I mean, they scored four last week against the Broncos, twenty six nothing, and they still actually scored four points. So, um, you know, that's two x their salary. Um, you know, I I mean, I just two thousand, and they're actually like viable. Um, because like Houston's two thousand, I would never play them against Buffalo. They're gonna get their butts kicked. But like the Jets, like they have a defensive minded head coach. Um, so uh, it, I'll probably get off the Jets if we're gonna be honest. I'm not sure I'm gonna be playing in two thousand defense. But right now, the way everything kind of fits in, um, yeah, I'm, I'm on the New York Jets. And this is like we talked. This is kind of a weird week. Um, this is what DraftKings has kind of been more like, but the pricing's even tighter now. Like they're almost kind of like forcing you to pay down at some positions and like pay up at others and like you know so like some people talk about like do i want to balance line up do i want to like barbell it with cheap and expensive but like with those running backs that you're getting on on DraftKings with that you know, that touch equity at such low prices it's forcing you to almost kind of play that right but i'm kind of like with you i'm like where did i really pay up this week like i got too expensive i got cup and adams but like those are my only like quote unquote expensive guys everyone else is just kind of like average so yeah this is this is a weird slate uh i'm hoping for some injury news and some things that you know pop up to make me feel a little bit better but like you know um i, I it's, yeah it's, it's a weird slate so far 
It, it really has been. Um, you want to shift on over to Fanduel at the moment, let's, and let's do it. I have a totally different lineup for this one. I think I only repeat two players, two players. Okay. And um, yeah, I, and I did I did my Fanduel lineup at night um, in the morning this morning when we texted about the show. I yep. did my DraftKings after I picked up my kids and made dinner. So I don't know if that affected my lineup at all, but this is way I didn't look at it until just now. I'm like, what? What did I do? So. <laughs> I'm I'm curious because again, like pricing is getting tighter on FanDuel, but it's still super loose, man. It's uh, I mean, like I'm looking at FanDuel and I'm like, yep, I got a bunch of studs in here. Um, yep. and, and honestly, as crazy as it sounds, the, the I have a very similar lineup, a very, very, very similar lineup. Um, so I'll let, you're going to see a lot of repeating names here because the pricing seems to kind of work on both sides. It does. All right, let me start off at the quarterback position. I have Sam Darnold, 7,200 against Dallas. He's been lights out. He's been amazing. You know, I just see the upside against Dallas because they're going to need to score. And it's kind of like I do think Robbie Anderson's going to get involved and DJ Moore is going to keep on being a stud. So I can see easily three touchdowns, getting the 20 points that I need from my quarterback position. I don't hate that. I mean, honestly, I think on DraftKings, if you really truly believe in Robbie Anderson, I'd actually probably – I'd feel more comfortable playing that through Sam Donald than I would through uh, through Robbie Anderson because you're right. Like you think about it, if you do think Robbie Anderson is going to smash, Sam Donald is going to be a direct benefactor of that. And yeah. um, if he doesn't, you, we've seen Sam Donald actually still do well even with Robbie not smashing. So right. – um, yeah, I mean, listen, uh, I'm, I had Josh Allen. I mean, it's funny. My two top quarterbacks on DraftKings were Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts. My two top quarterbacks on FanDuel, Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts. Um, right. so I'm going back to the Jalen Hurts well. Um, you know, I just, yeah, I, I, you know, I could be talking to Kyler at 8,200. I mean, I know that sounds crazy going against the LA Rams and like Ramsey probably shutting down D-Hop, but D-Hop didn't do anything last week and Murray, you know, outside of a couple – if Connor doesn't get those couple of touchdowns, we're talking about a very different game potentially for Kyler if he just runs one of those in. Because I mean, you look at his stat line; like he 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 had a great stat line outside of the touchdowns. So yeah. I just think he's got such a high floor with the rushing upside. But not I'm I'm going Hurts again, seventy nine hundred. That's on the cheaper end for uh, quarterbacks, and you know I can kind of squeeze it in. So it's, um, it's because he played so bad against Dallas, Jalen Hurts, and he still scored twenty two fantasy points. So. It's nuts. When you play that bad and still score 22 fantasy points, imagine if he actually threw touchdowns as well, and he could get lucky and do that, and then he's, you're talking about a 40-point smashing game. Yeah. I I mean, listen, I, like I told you, I live in Philly. I have to listen to all these Eagles fans. I'm not an Eagles fan. I'm a Giants fan, so it's like purgatory here for me. But <laughs> um, I've got to believe that they are, the, the Eagles coach is not – Sirianni is not as bad as – he is displayed so far. I mean, like I, I just I can't fathom how Miles Sanders has like what two carries last week. Um, yes, and he and he crushed it on both of them. Like one was a twenty-five yard run, the other one was like a pretty good chunk of change up. I can't remember what it was. I was watching the game, but like he averaged like twelve yards per carry. Yeah, it carries. was. Yeah, it was nuts. Um, yeah. and he, it's it's got it's gonna help. Um, hurts. It's gonna open things up for him. Max protect the offensive line is a little beat up. Um, so Hertz looked to run the ball a ton last week. So he's picking up those like five yards at a clip. So I'm with you. I think the upside downside is uh is pretty good in Hertz. It, it is okay. Let's move on to running backs. Um, I went totally different except for I got Elijah Moore 5600 still or Elijah Mitchell. Oh, Mitchell, yeah, yeah, Elijah yep. Mitchell. I went Chuba Hubbard at 6300. I'm seeing now that's a little too high, but. 
I kind of want to play that matchup with Sam Darnold Chuba if they can check it down. If he goes into the CMC role, yeah, he's a cheaper version. Like he won't get you the thirty points or the twenty five points, but eighteen points, I'll take that from Chuba Hubbard with sixty three hundred. Uh, and DeAndre Swift, 7,700. He's my go-to running back if I can and redraft. I'm trying to trade for him everywhere. So I'm thinking, <laughs> thinking, keep this up. Keep the targets up. He's the most targeted running back. I think, no, I think Najee has more, but Swift is right up there. So, yep. Fire it up. Yeah, I don't, uh, we're a little different again. Um, yeah, I just, Chuba got priced up too high. I mean, 6,300 is, it's a lot. Um, let's, but let's say he's so CMC last price was at what ten thousand I want to yeah, say I think it was like nine something yeah nine yeah like nine it was up there it was like up there in nine so let's just say you buy CMC and you play him and he scores you thirty points like I said mm-hmm. but if you could save money on that sixty three hundred and he hits you Chuba gets you twenty that's still just as good I think for that price I think he could do that with his offense yeah. Um yeah, you, you get what I'm saying? Like it's a it's a discount. No, I, I don't disagree with you. Not the I same think, kind of player, but the same role. I just think I, just, I was expecting him to be a lot cheaper than he is. Is maybe a better way to put it. Like I um I thought he was going to be a lot cheaper than that. Maybe I need to just dig in a little bit more because I'm just kind of caught off guard. Um if they with, didn't place McCaffrey out already, he would have been priced cheaper, but they already said he was out for like three weeks, so FanDuel and DraftKings, they already got the notice and they, you know, threw out Chuba for 6,300 because yep. they knew he was a starter. Yeah. So again, I'm not saying he's off the table. He's, he's up there. I mean, he's in my top 10. Um, I just, yeah, I, I'm, it just caught me off guard, honestly. I mean, I got one guy I'm going to throw out at you that I'm curious your take on it. Um, who's at the very tippy top of my model, uh, Jonathan Taylor, 6,600. Um, I know, I know. I it's know. a great matchup against Miami. Um, it's funny, like it was last week, we had those guys that were priced down, and we're like, "Hey, it's got it. You know, they're they're just so cheap. It's going to happen." And then and then it happened. Um, part of me is like, "Do I go back to that well?" Um, because I'm feeling pretty damn good about what I'm getting outside of that. Um, it's just, I'm curious your take on that. My problem with Jonathan Taylor is. He's not unless he's playing a really really shitty defense. Mm-hmm. I just don't think he's gonna break out. Um, I think week one he had six receptions and people went nuts thinking this is what's gonna happen. But it just turns out Seattle just can't stop the running back um, at all. So Jonathan Taylor has been super average. Which you know I heard this debate on somewhere else. I don't want to give. I don't know the place. Ceh and Jonathan Taylor, mm-hmm. right? Everyone wants to criticize CEH for everything. You know, he's not a good fantasy production. He's been a very big bust. Dude, if you look at the rankings right now, CEH and Jonathan Taylor, I think one's 31 and one's 30. They're right there mm-hmm. neck and neck. Yep. But Jonathan Taylor doesn't get the, the shit because I, I don't know why. I he honestly those, don't know yeah, why. I think he's had those explosive games last, last year. People are kind of like, oh, we've seen it. We know what's in there. And you just haven't really seen that from CEH. But – yeah, I mean, I mean, just sixty six hundred. Like, um, well, Peyton a, Barber just did. Like, I don't know if I just said that, but Peyton Barber just smashed Miami so bad. Yeah, no, Miami's actually again. Remember we talked about like waiting a couple years, a couple games to get some like, um, get some uh, like you know some data. I mean, if I'm looking at like the tool, I'm looking at like at a um, opponent plus minus. They have the second best matchup of the week behind Seattle. The San Francisco going against Seattle, so. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I, 
I might be doing it. Um, sixty. I mean, Nelson's just, missing the game. I mean, there's there are things against Taylor, but I can see it sixty six hundred. You said sixty six hundred with the second best matchup of the week. If he scores a touchdown, he gets that. Yeah. And if he scores a touchdown, he gives you your what you need from him. So I can see that play. That's a good play. Yeah. So I got Jonathan Taylor. Um, the other one I'm going back to the Mike Davis. Well, I mean, like I know everyone seems to think of like Cordell Patterson, um, because, but like Mike Davis is still out touching him or it's, you know, it, it, it's Mike Davis doesn't look bad. I just think Cordell Patterson is the one who's like getting like the touchdowns or getting the receptions that matters more to me on fan. I'm sorry. On DraftKings, It doesn't fan Um, He's fifty four hundred. Like he's easily gotten that price for me every single week. I think I'm looking at his game logs, but like fifty four hundred. I mean, not every week, but he's getting close. Um, so I'll continue to ride that uh, that train. I mean, I feel like I'm on Mike Davis every week, um, and I got Aaron Jones as my flex. Um, man, he's my he's my spend up. Um, I mean, they just seem to be feeding him, and I'm loving every second of that. As a guy who owns him in a lot of season long as well. Yeah, I can't disagree with that. Um, let's go to receivers because I have some studs and I have uh, two duds that I don't. I mean, no, Tim Patrick. I'm just going to go and say it. Tim Patrick is my play. 6,100. KJ Hamler just tore his ACL. He's out for the year. Jerry Judy's obviously out. Tim Patrick's that guy, man. I think Sutton's still going to be that big play guy and, you know, Teddy's first target, but Tim Patrick can get open and he did get open. He has been getting open. So can I ask short. you, yeah. Sutton, Sutton 6,300. So why wouldn't you just pay up for Sutton? Because here's why. I think Patrick is more volume than Sutton. I think Teddy feels more comfortable with Sutton. Or not Sutton. Uh, I think Patrick, I think Sutton, I think he's more familiar with Patrick. As in, you see when he comes on the field, he still gets eight targets. And he was, he was a nobody. He's mm-hmm. still getting the targets. And now he's stepping into that number two role. You're right. Sutton's at 6,300. I saw that. It's just Sutton scares me more, even though he did have that big game. But other than that, Sutton's been super average. I think he scored below five points in week one and three. So I, I have Sutton in my lineup right now. But, again, that's more of a, a reaction to the other guys that can fit in at wide receiver and wanting the big play ability from Sutton. Right. Like, you, you're not wrong there. Like, I think they could produce the same. Um, I guess I just got – I don't have any money left on my fan hold, actually. I don't have that extra $200 buffer to do it. So that's probably <laughs> another reason. Because I I did fill him out almost almost last. I went Odell Beckham at sixty six hundred again. We already talked about Odell, and I got Cooper Cup eighty six hundred. So Cooper I Cup actually is my stud. Yeah, I, mean, I got Cooper Cup, Devontae Adams, and Cortland Sutton as my three wide receivers. Because um, I mean, again, it just I it, I'm able to fit it in. Um, I don't have. I mean, Aaron Jones being my super high priced running back at seventy four hundred, and then getting pretty low everywhere else. Uh, the 6,600 and the 5,400. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm rocking Devontae Adams, Cooper Cup, and Cortland Sutton. I actually feel better about that than I do on the uh, DraftKings side. Your your Devontae Adams talk is getting me, like, thinking, like, he's going to score 30 points, man. He always does. It's yeah. Aaron Rodgers. I don't understand. So, the 49ers game where they just left him open on the last drive for no reason, do yeah. they just not want to cover Devontae Adams? Like, I'm trying to figure this out. It's probably one guy I would want to cover. Uh, and that would be like let MVS run deep because he can't seem to like catch a cold from Aaron uh, Rodgers. So, um, yeah, I, I'm at 8,100. Like, I don't know. I mean, like I told you, it's it, the crazy thing is Devontae Adams, for as much as he smashed last week, is not even the most expensive wide receiver on the slate. It's actually Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup at 8,600 is the most expensive receiver on the slate. 
Tyreek Hill's number two. And then you get Devon Adams. So Devon Adams is the third highest priced receiver on the slate. That's bonkers. He just um, seems irresponsible. Hey, going really back does. to going back to Tim Patrick real quick. I, I pulled up his stats, right? Yep. So every single week, his snap share has gone up 65%, 70%, 77%. That's gonna happen because of the injuries. Um, he still had double digit fantasy points in every single game this year. 13 points, 12 points, 14 points. I mean, the guys produced even when Judy was there and even when KJ Hamler was there. So that's that's the reason why. And I guess that you can say that on Sutton too, Sutton will produce because there's less targets or less people there to take targets. But I don't trust him, man. I really that, that's what it comes down to. Just don't trust. So this is this is where it gets a little interesting. Um, if I if I lock Tim Patrick into my lineup, um, keeps the running backs the same: JT, Mike Davis, Aaron Jones. It actually it would get me Devontae, Tim Patrick, and it still recommends Sutton, believe it or not. Um, wow. But then I go – so we can shift to tight end because I'm going to give you a spoiler here. I had Kittle in as my tight end. Um, mm-hmm. I just feel like he's still – like even though he had a good game last week, he was underpriced. But by making that shift to lock in Tim Patrick, it takes out Cooper Cup and throws in Travis Kelsey. Uh, that's my tight end. My tight yeah. end is Travis Kelsey, 8,200. I snuck him in there. Yeah, I have to look at that because I'm wondering what happens if I like lock in. See, I'm doing some tinkering on the fly here. So you got me thinking. So the thing is with the Tim Patrick and the Sutton thing, it's just such a minor, minor movement for the same kind of player. So I'd rather just take that $200 discount, even though it's not a lot, but they're kind of the same player, man. Like they're getting the same production. So let's think about this now. Calvin Ridley, what are our thoughts on Calvin Ridley against Washington? I don't want to touch that offense whatsoever, although he's an elite talent. Is, is Matt Ryan going to give him the ball? Is he going to have time to get him the ball? Like that offense is. So, what about huge. DJ Moore? Would you take Calvin Ridley uh, or DJ Moore? Uh, DJ Moore. Um, okay. Sam Darnold's best friend. So let's, think, so, let's look at it this way. So, if I lock in Jalen Hurts, I lock in Tim Patrick, get Jalen Hurts a quarterback, keep Jonathan Taylor, Mike Davis, and Aaron Jones. Receivers are going to be DJ Moore, Devontae Adams, Tim Patrick, and then that gets me Travis Kelsey at tight end. That seems like an amazing lineup because at first you were thinking Kittle, but she's not very reliable. But like we said, Kelsey's the most the highest floor in fantasy. Mm-hmm. And I kind of want to play him if I can afford him. And I think Tim Patrick gives you that. Yeah, I mean, I so I you basically, you know, I lose Cooper Cup, um, yep. obviously, which uh, you know, no free lunch, but you know, you're getting Cooper Cup, but you're going from Cooper Cup to DJ Moore, you're going from Kittle to Kelsey. Um, that's uh, those are pretty big upgrades. Um, that's what I'm about to think of, honestly. Tim Patrick was one that was a little further down in my player pool, um, but yeah, his projections aren't. I mean, he's projected for at least on the site that I'm using, projected for nine points, and he's scored above that every game this year. So, um, that's a good one. See, look at that. You're teaching me some things now. I, I love this. My, hey, man, I'm bringing the redraft to you, man. You bring me the DFS. Yeah, no. So you just kind of threw me for a wrench there. Um, so I apologize to anyone who's going to be trying to trail me on FanDuel, but <laughs> um, I'm going to have to go back to the well and do a little more research here. I mean, yeah. So as of right now, it'd be Jalen Hurts, Jonathan Taylor, Mike Thomas, DJ Moore, Devontae Adams, Tim Patrick, Kelsey, Aaron Jones, and then keeping the New York Jets um, on defense. Um, I'm, I'm going Chiefs. Let me pull up the defense here. Um, so you're going Chiefs against Philadelphia. 
Yeah, I just don't have the seven hundred dollars. I mean, I, I don't hate that play at all. I mean, especially with uh, the way Hertz. Um, yeah, it, it, I, I think Hertz is going to be okay this week, and you know, obviously, I would never stack a quarterback against a D. We joked about that how people do that in the first yeah. show. So, um, yeah, I mean, there's some good, obviously, like good pay up spots in defense this week. Um, but again, as I told you, I try and literally go for the cheapest defense and just go work my way up from cheapest to most expensive until I find someone that I think is like viable. Right. And the Jets this week, I mean, again, like they scored four points last week and they lost 26 nothing. So, yeah. um, you know, if they can get anything going there against Tennessee, and again, that might change. Uh, you know, I'm working on the assumption that they're going to be light or at least uh, limited at wide receiver. Um, so, they can stack the box and, uh, you know, force Tannehill to beat them with a bunch of backup wide receivers. And um, that offensive line hasn't looked great, man. Um, Tannehill's been running for his life back there. You know, you got me thinking, why am I going the Chiefs when I already picked Seattle? See, I did this one in the morning. So yep. Seattle, I should go with Seattle because they're super cheaper, 3300 That gives me $400 to work with. And then I could probably upgrade from Chuba to someone else. Or, you know, I, I, yeah, I'm just going to do that right now on the fly. Chuba. Within turn into Clyde Edwards Lair at 6,700 or Jonathan Taylor at 6,600. Yeah, there we Which go. I so, so what I'm curious, like, I wonder what happens if I lock in Chuba over Jonathan Taylor. Uh, like, what that might change for me. Yeah, I mean, literally nothing. Nothing. It, okay. Nothing. It, it does nothing. Um, yeah, so I'm, I mean, again, I just think Jonathan Taylor, like, he seems to smash terrible defenses and he's going against a terrible rush defense on a quarterback with two sprained ankles. So um, hopefully it's easier just to turn and hand the ball. <laughs> yeah. It's very crazy how much similar we are like Jonathan Taylor. I just put in, but you have Swift. I, I mean, I have Swift. You have Aaron Jones, which I don't know what Jones is. What'd you say he was? Uh, 7,400. 7,400. I, I got Swift at 77, which I mean, come on. They're the same player. If you talk about, yeah, I mean, uh, so th- if that's the case, I'd rather have the uh, the cheaper player. Aaron, yeah, the Aaron Jones. So that gives me if I went from, um, if I went from him to Aaron Jones, that frees me up another four hundred dollars. So yep. then I can upgrade somewhere else, and I still have Cooper Cup on my team, and I still have Kelsey, and I still have Jonathan Taylor. So wow, like this, like right here, I I wouldn't even know where to upgrade because I do like Mitchell's matchup, I like P- Patrick's matchup, and I like Sam Darnold's matchup. So do I upgrade Odell? Because, you know, Odell is kind of – he's an iffy player. I probably would. I probably would. I mean, if, if you're dead setting other guys. Like, the thing that scares me about Swift, especially on FanDuel, is you just need that touchdown equity and Jamal Williams. You know, I mean, that's been a pretty much a true split. Like, they've both been doing very well. And, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm willing to overlook that split more on DraftKings because Swift seems to be getting more of the passing game split. Um so that full point PPR is going to mean more to me on DraftKings, but on FanDuel, I care more. I mean, I care more about touchdown equity on both of them, but uh, FanDuel even more so because of half point PPR. And yeah, I mean Jamal Williams, it's pretty close there. Um, so hey, for that case, I'd rather save the money and get Aaron Jones, who seems to be locked in. I mean, AJ Dillon was everyone's like darling this year, and he's done absolutely nothing. So um, yeah, if if, if all things are equal. I'm going to go for the cheaper, the cheaper person who I think is going to get all the goal line work. That makes sense, man. Hey, man, we've been running a little late. I think it's our longest DFS segment of all time, which is awesome because we had some great conversation, but we got to get on out of here. It's getting late on the East Coast. Um, yes, sir. 
So, I mean, the, like we said, this is not our final lineups. Don't just follow us blindly. This is just ideas and reasons and theories and things. Hey, we changed our lineups on the fly like both of us did. So yep. I should tell you something. I mean, yeah. it's always good to have a friend or a person you trust to ping pong back and forth because you never know, like you said, the casual player. Like, what are they playing? You want to know what I'm playing. You know, yeah. And you're like the expert. What, what are you playing? Like, I need to know. So it's always good to workshop these things with people, you know. You guys have become my go-to, like for season long. I'm, I'm, you know, once upon a Sunday, I'm like texting you guys, like, oh, I got this trade. My running backs suck because of injuries. Like, what do I do? So, yeah, you guys you are know. blowing my phone up today. I'm at work. I'm like, what's going on? Oh, Dave's going to give it. Dave's like the go-to guy for trade advice. He's the best trader of all time. He yeah. just did a dynasty trade today, like maybe an hour ago, with Joey. Joey's all from the Fantasy Feud. Yeah. Um, he traded Dalvin Cook. Dave did to Joey for two first-round picks. And some running back, but it was like a decent running back. It wasn't a shit one. So I'm like, Dave, how'd you do that, man? Like Dalvin Cook for two first and a running back, like and a player. It's insane, man. So I'm shocked. I mean, he made a bit of premium for, to Vikings, Dave. Yeah, no, no, D- Dave traded uh, Cook away. That's what I'm saying. He made, yeah. made you got to pay a premium if you're going to take the Viking away from Vikings, yeah. Dave. Oh, he got Melvin Gordon. Nah, not that good. Yeah, I mean, not terrible, playable, but well, he said so- Dave. Dave sent me the same trade, but with Javante Williams. I'm like, nah, dude, I'm good. Javante's young and a stud, bro. I need, I'm not good. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, Whatever. I just picked up Javante in that trade I just done you guys about today. My running backs just got smoked with injuries. So, um, it, it happens, man. I had to trade, I had to trade Justin Jefferson away, another Viking, but I got Deontay as a super late keeper. I got Javante as a keeper. Um, so yeah, if I'm going to trade away, uh, someone like Justin Jefferson, at least I got two guys I'm hoping I can, uh, Build a, build a squad around in the future. Right. All right, man. We got to wrap this thing up. So for more information, follow us on Twitter, Josh Kimball, OUS, at OUS Fantasy, um, Dirtbag Dave. I, I don't – he changes – he gets banned so many times from Twitter, I can't tell you his, his – <laughs> he's had like four <laughs> since I've known him. It's insane, man. Um, it's Davey, OUS. He's got some lineups that he wants to share. But I said, no, if you want to share your lineup, you got to come on the show. Yeah, um, that's when we do it here. <laughs> Yeah, so we're out of here, man. We'll see you guys next week. And uh, in, in, oh, hey, I have an article coming out tomorrow. My starts and sits. Finn, make sure you check that out because some of my guys are on there that were in my DFS lineup. Shocker. <laughs> Later, guys. See ya. Leftovers or the DMV or house cleaning. Or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.